This is a podcast from Rover. It's the Slam Dunk. Okay, so I don't want to get into a rant about how useless New Zealand is because, well, it's our airline and it's largely pretty good. Internationally, there's obviously plenty of competition and it keeps them on their toes. It's not cheap to fly Air New Zealand. I think we all know that. Um, uh, there are plenty of others in the international market can do it cheaper and it's great to have that choice. Competition does wonders, doesn't it, when it comes to choice. It keeps prices and services, or services go at an all-time high and prices are low. So it keeps that competing space and we win. But what happens when there is no competition at all and you're the only one flying in and out of some of these destinations, some of these places? I see this far too often with the New Zealand flights into Northland especially, and particularly Kitty Kitty, where it seems so often, so often, that flights are disrupted, and that means lives are disrupted and, and turned on their heads. This is a classic, this one. Kitty Kitty is one of those far north places that is Air New Zealand's most northern destination. They don't go to Kaitai, this is it, okay? It's not that out of the way, but only Air New Zealand flies in there and flies out of there commercially. And the last time I went there, we boarded a flight to return to Auckland, and we were told three different things. On the plane, off the plane, on the plane, off the plane, it's the weather, it's mechanical, it's something else, stop lying, no one believes any, anything what you're saying now. And with a plane leaving later today that I might or might not get on, and with rental cars, they were all taken, I hitchhiked back to Auckland, total mess, but thank you for the ride, I got back. It's happening far too often on this route, this route to Kitty Kitty. Was this a Valentine's Day joke from Air New Zealand this week or not? Get this. A group of 50 Air New Zealand passengers got this Valentine's Day shock of their lives this week when they were asked to share replacement accommodation in an Air New Zealand airport hotel after their flight was cancelled. Flight NZ8270 to Kitty Kitty was cancelled on Wednesday afternoon by mechanical fault, they said. Oh, yeah. And after some delay in limited uh, replacement flights, the airline was unable to source a driver for a replacement bus service. And with no transport to Northland the following day, passengers were booked into airport hotels for the night. However, at check-in, the passengers were asked to pair up with other passengers as they would have to share rooms. So everyone's at the reception going, who am I going to sleep with tonight? The Valentine's Day surprise gift that no one wanted. They were told to make friends because they were sharing. No other options were available. Some refused on privacy and safety grounds. Some said, bugger it, I'm tired, let's go with it. The hotel rang in New Zealand and said, no, we can't do this. This is against our own hotel policy and privacy and safety matters. Eventually, just before midnight, passengers sharing rooms were offered their own room. But what a total cock-up. Is it okay to call it a cock-up? It probably is. Who at Air New Zealand bought in this stupid policy and thought it was okay? They ended up with 90 bucks in food vouchers, not 100 but $90 each, and a bus service that left 24 hours after the original flight that takes four hours to get there. The original flight was $300. No refunds were given for people to sort it out themselves, and once locked into Air New Zealand being the one that would provide the solution, most people appeared trapped with the hopelessness of it all. How frustrating for everybody. Passengers claimed that they lost business, deals, all sorts of things fell over, and they had to cancel events. It was completely chaotic. Some travellers who managed to get replacement flights were shocked to see empty seats on these flights the next day, when others had been told, sorry, it's full. One passenger reported six seats were spare the next day when he flew up, after others had been told, sorry, nothing was available. What's the truth here? This is the sort of shit that ruins Air New Zealand in the eyes of those passengers, quite frankly. They tell one person, it spreads, and now we all know, don't we? You can't keep this stuff secret. At the very least, if I was the Air New Zealand CEO today, I would personally ring all those passengers and apologise personally and give them their money back. And I'd also offer them a free domestic flight to the value of the original one and a $250 hotel voucher. Just say sorry. Air New Zealand is making millions and millions of dollars again off the backs of us. And the treatment like that has to be addressed and put right. Putting things right is crucial when you've done something wrong. If Air New Zealand wants to leave this to drift and leave it unaddressed, then it proves to me the airline couldn't care less about us. And all their marketing and all their stuff they say about themselves is just that, talk. If that's the way they want to do business, then why should we be so loyal to Air New Zealand? We have a choice, folks. 
Thank goodness we do. And I know when I fly, I'm not as loyal as I used to be. Why should I? Quite frankly, they're not. So why should we be?